Welcome to episode number nine of the Thrash Report for July 28th, 2020, the weekly music commentary podcast where we discuss all things metal and heavy music. This episode of the Thrash Report is brought to you by Heavy Shirts, T-shirts with attitude. Their newest design, the Metal Against Racism tee, we all stand united. We stand together. We are metal against racism. Go grab your shirt today at heavy-shirts.com. Don't forget, use promo code THRASHREPORT for 20% off your order. Joining me, my co-host, Jim Osborne. Jim, how you doing, buddy? Metal is king. All hail the king. (laughs) (laughs) We have have a a special episode coming this week. Uh, We got a special guest joining us. Who was that that laughing just now? (laughs) None other. No, I'm just kidding. It is I, Conan yeah. of Exmortis, sex nice. tortoise, if you will, yeah. if you're on a, if you're in, a <laughs> in a different mood. Yeah, <laughs> what's up? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thank you for joining us, Conan. It's awesome to have you on. No, uh, thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, you are guest number one. That's awesome, right. stoked. Oh. This is cherries. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Awesome. <laughs> So, uh, you know, I wanted, yes. I, I wanted to, uh, I was just jamming, I, when Jim called me, I was just jamming through some, uh, some ex mortis stuff and just killer, killer stuff. And I know that we had talked before we started uh, the episode, what's it like, um, in these days of, of quarantine, you know, what's it like for ex mortis, um, these days? It's, uh, it's a little bleak. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, I, I mean, it's different. I mean. Okay, we're we've been used to touring for the, I guess I don't know how long I haven't even counted, but we got really used to just touring like three at least three times a year. So and, and you know this this year has been like just kind of strange for us. Like just we just we're itching and we're dying just to get out there again. So right. it's kind of yeah you know a little depressing, but I mean we're still like we're still jamming, we're still working together on on like the new. So I mean, that's all we can do right now, yeah. it seems. So, um, right. yeah. yeah, we're 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 trying to adapt to it because who knows how long this is going to be? Who knows how long right. till shows are a thing again? You know. Right. So, uh, well, physical shows, right? Because it, it yeah. seems like a lot of bands have already yep. jumped on the whole streaming uh, trend that that's going around, and it's great. The only thing is, though, we're kind of broke. <laughs> and yeah, it, we're, we can't afford like the high quality stuff to get like really good sound for for streaming. But we're we're working on it right now, actually. So, I mean, you could expect like uh, at least I don't know playthroughs and you know what I mean, like stuff stuff we could pre-record track by track to like to sure. to put on, you know, because we haven't we haven't done that in a while. And yeah, we just kind of took a break, you know, just mental break from everything. So. Uh, right. We're trying to get back in, in the groove of, of things and adapting to the situation. So, um, yeah, like I said, I mean, that's, what else can we do at, at this at this point in time? The future is still pretty pretty obscured. So we're we're just gonna try to you know get a little tech savvy for once because we're we're just you know you know cavemen fucking approaching <laughs> a computer. So um, yeah. yeah, we're that's worked so far. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> We do what we do. We try. We try. A for effort. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, Cody, Adrian, and Chase, how are the guys doing? Oh, they're all do- getting, they're, getting by. Oh, yeah, we're all doing good. I mean, uh, some of us, uh, well, no, I'm speaking for everyone else, uh, but uh, some of us got laid off of the jobs because of the quarantine, right? And and some of us got jobs. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, it seems like we're everyone's still doing okay regardless of, you know, being laid off of of work here and there and uh uh but every everyone's doing good i mean we're everyone's you know we're all jamming we're all sharing ideas we're i mean like i said it's, awesome. it's a little weird because we're like we're so we're so used to fucking like talking shit to each other every minute of the day because <laughs> yeah. we're in this you know in the same van huddled together 
so so weird because now I, I see them less often in a way you know because right yeah like by now i just want to like rip my rip my hair out from like cody talking shit to, to me or so <laughs> i'm just kidding that's all i said so that. so no, so what do you feel, you know, well it's interesting so you mentioned you know working on new material and and uh jim and i actually brought this up uh a couple episodes ago talking about how um we thought we think it was i think it was, i read somewhere i think alice cooper mentioned that you know next year like 2021 it's just it's it's going to be a big year for music just because so many musicians and artists and bands i mean that's what they're doing right now like they're all working on stuff and so right you know once once the end of 21 you know 2021 comes around 2022 people start touring again you're gonna have i mean people are just gonna be jonesing to get the shows it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy yeah man i think um uh it's funny you mentioned that too because um like in l i live in la and la is just saturated oversaturated with you know with just music bands of all scenes mm-hmm. but um in the metal scene yeah there's so many different genre genres and you know people like don't go out to shows as much because they don't want to they're either overwhelmed by that or they just choose one show over another blah blah even though it's the same band they've seen a million times blah blah whatever the reasons are, but it seems like now because of this, people are actually going to appreciate shows more. So I, I kind of hope to see uh, fewer, uh, maybe elitists, the one that stand in the back with their arms crossed and shit, you know, judging sure. everyone <laughs> because I'm sure, I'm sure they miss the whole vibe as well. So, <laughs> yep, <laughs> I don't yep. so I, I, you know what I, mean? I haven't judged anyone for a while, <laughs> but, but yeah, you know, I, it's it sucks and um yeah so i mean this year has been pretty it's been a downer for like everyone which is funny but it's it's i'm saying that's not funny uh i'm saying it's funny that it's a bummer for like everyone in the entire world which is fucking crazy and uh yeah so i it's it's strange uh, i think uh adrian said it too he said it the other other week he said that it's strange that the whole world is kind of quiet right now with like live music it's crazy to think about that because it seems like in you know in all the major cities where there's like an actual scene which is there's a lot of them uh there's shows going on like every day almost you know like it's crazy to think that like right now that there's nothing actually going on like that it's kind of quiet you know so yeah it's just the calm before the storm like you were saying it's next year the year after it's gonna be gonna be a big ass metal storm so uh i don't know i kind of scared of that you know it's gonna be fucking brutal <laughs> yeah <laughs> i just had an idea while you're talking about that i think they should have just one massive tour just go around the country and it's not at a stadium or anything it's in the streets and just have a big ass parade and like, <laughs> wow check more ex mortis you'll follow them like, oh, who's after them? Gonna, for, oh, like, there's warbringer i'll walk with them now yeah like for so you can just sit there and watch it all go behind you yeah watch it all go in front of you or you can pick one and follow them yeah, like everybody can perform on the same day Oh yeah, I like oh, that. Too, I like that. Too funny. <laughs> trademark. <laughs> trademark. Trademark. <laughs> Patent pending. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, and you know, we met at one of your shows. I became a fan probably two or three years ago, just driving down the road and listening to Liquid Metal, and heard uh, the Moonlight Sonata come on and was blown away so i checked out more and then heard uh for the horde picked up that album and just amazing stuff so i did see or i saw you uh, what was that first time it was like april 2018 i think oh shit and yeah the following year yeah that with, was um, yeah that was that's right yeah, yeah. at lee's liquor lounge with the absence yes which was a great fucking tour oh man hell yeah yeah that's awesome. Yeah, man. And then, uh, yeah, so I've been following you ever since. And I just got to say that Ex Mortis is in my top five of all time. Nice. So thank you. Thank, thank you, you for your music, man. Well, yeah. thank thank you for holding us up so high. Because uh, <laughs> that's that's a big deal, man. No like, I, I can't choose my top five bands. <laughs> so that means a it's lot. Tough. That you, it's you, hard. You, that I'm on your list. Say what? It's Sorry. Tough. Did you say Chris? Oh, it's tough. Say, yeah, it's, absolutely. It's tough to pick. Well, so this is a good one. I, actually, I'm curious. I'm curious, Conan. What are those? Let's just pick 
you know, fuck a couple, a, a couple <laughs> let's just pick a couple. No, 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 no. Let's pick a couple. Let's say, you know, those de- your desert, desert Island albums, like yeah. those ones that had a massive influence on you. Right. Like what are a couple oh. of those albums that you could, you just, you, you live for. Fuck. God damn it. I knew this was coming. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> I knew this was coming and I didn't prepare, but okay. Like you said, you know, albums that really like had a huge impact on me would be, um, I'll try to break it up a bit because there's a lot, of course, but I guess considering different genres or styles or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, I will say Blizzard of Oz, Ozzy Osbourne. Yep. Uh, I kind of saw that one coming. Yeah. <laughs> How could you not, right? <laughs> <laughs> yep. uh, maybe, I'm not sure. Okay. Dark Side of the Moon. Okay. Um. Uh, there's so many more. I'm trying to narrow it like different styles. Okay. Yeah. Paranoid. Because so you- that was, like, I think that was my first Sabbath album. Paranoid. Okay. Yeah. Even though, even though I have like others that are, I prefer to listen to, but Paranoid was the first that really got me into that. Uh, and appreciating the older stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, well, how many was that? Three already, huh? Okay. Yeah. Next would be uh, Live After Death, Iron Maiden. Oh. Even though I, I like have a favorite album, but Live After Death, I, I, to me, it was like so awesome to to hear uh, some of my favorite music like in a live setting, and it made me appreciate and you know dig the whole live vibe because Maiden, sure. they tend to do stuff a little differently live, and uh, I always liked that. It was always like a kind of treat because you know you can listen to the album as is, like it's like perfect, whatever you know. It's always going to be the yep. same, and. Um, of course, Live After Death is, is a recording, too. But it, 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 there's some little things in there that are a little different from the yeah. album, I guess. Like some solos are a little different. Some melodies that Bruce sings is a little different, too. So yep. I, um, I really appreciated that. And it made me enjoy like going and seeking that at live shows, you know, especially the I, bands I, that, that do that. Oh, you know? Absolutely. I, I, dig yep. that. I dig that. Like, and, and as you know, us being metal nerds, we, we pick up on that and we find, we, we notice things where, oh man, during like when that drummer was doing something, he was doing this crazy thing on the ride and you, you like, dude, that was awesome. And he, that's not on the album, but he's doing yeah, it. Right. right? Yep. Um, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I know like, uh, you know, if you think of some of these bands too, that have been doing it, you know, if you think of bands like Maiden and, and Anthrax and these guys have been doing it for years and years and years, you know, like Anthrax still today, like when they're doing something live, they'll just, they'll mix shit up. And like, they'll do right. like, you know, antisocial, they've played like a million times, but you know what? They may do something it's different, different every time. Yeah. yeah, I know. It's like, <laughs> hell yeah. Yeah. It's so, so cool to see that and to feel that. Cause it's like, you know, to me, it makes it more personal in a way. Obviously you're at a distance and you're watching your band. It's like a fucking, uh, not a million, but you know, a lot of people yeah. there. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so it's like special to that moment that you're there and, you know, experiencing that because that's what they chose to do on that particular day, that show, you know, for, for the audience. So, yeah, I, I love that. And we do that. We do the same. I think that kind of um, that definitely inspired me to approach music in a certain way, uh, at least in a life setting. And I kind of feel like mm-hmm. um, the other guys are like that, too. I don't know. It seems that yeah. Adrian for sure is like that. Adrian likes to mix it up a bit because he loves Maiden too and he'll do and Nico is similar Uh, Nico McBrain does shit like that or different shows he fucking does a different bill and it works and it's it's sweet because you're like oh what I did not expect that and that was sick that was sick you know that's awesome so you kind of have to be a super fan to notice that stuff too true if you're just a casual casual fan you don't might not pick it up but I don't every note yeah. and if they play something different, like, hey, that's different. Yeah, it's like, wait, <laughs> so, shit. That's true. And it's cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's always fucking cool. Hell yeah, man. Uh, well, awesome. that was four, right? I guess my fifth One would more. be uh, Judas Priest uh, Metalworks. Uh, it was the compilation yep. they had. And uh, that was my first time like experiencing a band being very fucking diverse. Like their whole catalog, you know, it captured a lot of their catalog, their early early days you know the 70s prog kind of vibe mm-hmm. to their extreme like heavy metal side uh with painkiller yeah. and especially painkiller listening to that for the first time i was like what the f- 
could do that on guitar. Granted, I know, I'm, right? sure, I'm, I'm sure at the time, of course, there was like Ingve and a bunch of other great guitarists, but I had never heard them before. So to me, that was like my, my, you know, the door opening to that world of shred that yeah. I had not known before. So I was like so overly Glenn, impressed. And yeah. yeah. The, the, and they're the glam planet. stuff too. I love. I love. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Turbo some lover. The, some of the best. Some of the best music came out. Came out of the '80s, man. Some of the big hair stuff. Believe it or not, but you know. Right. <laughs> but no, I think. Uh, yeah, having like like you said, painkiller. Hearing that for the first time, and and hearing you know the the dual axe attack from KK and Glenn, and doing those sweep those crazy sweep solos, and that those pick. I was like, what is happening? Blows your mind. Yeah. I didn't know how, like, how do you, I was like, how do you do that? I, 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 I was know. trying to figure it out. And then I looked it up on the, well, back then I was like, I, I didn't even have a computer. And uh, when I, my, my parents finally got a computer, um, the internet was still like dial up. So it took forever to go online. It was, yep. uh, it was a pain in the ass to look for like tablatures and shit. And finally I found some <laughs> and they were wrong. <laughs> Cause well, maybe, maybe yep. I just sucked, but. I think I saw somewhere that it was different when I like years later, I saw in a book that was more correct. And I was like, Oh shit, that's how it is. then." you know, it's just crazy, crazy yeah. times. That's, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. And you were kind of raised in a musical house, weren't you? Was your dad in bands? Uh, well, I, I would yeah. say yes. Music, music definitely runs in the family, but um, my dad never played professionally. He never okay. with uh, his brothers. Actually, my, my uncle plays guitar. He also cool. inspired me to, to approach uh, uh, guitar with, with discipline because uh, he was really good. He played in a death metal band uh, called uh, Specimen 32 back then. They, oh. they, they never like made it huge, but uh, how vo I always loved what he did because it was another world uh, as well. Uh, he introduced me into like death metal. He played like he was, he was, he loved death. He loved, you know, um, Morbid Angel and all that kind of shit. So that was very new to me. And, uh, and, and it introduced me to like, yeah, I guess extreme metal. And, and he would show me licks okay. and I would like, you know, fucking like, Whoa, you, that's crazy. I didn't know you could do that with guitar, you know? <laughs> Cause at the time I was only listening to like ACDC and you know, like nothing like too crazy. I mean, obviously Angus is awesome, but like, it's just, it's mm -hmm. more like blues, but like with heavy attitude. Right. Yeah. So the balls is there, the, you know, he's yeah. playing with balls, but like, like the technique that he would show me from like his favorite guitarists were like, Oh, it's mind blowing. So, um, yeah. See Jim, see Jim, that's something, see Jim, I told you, it's always <laughs> that fucked up uncle that gets you hooked on shit. Right? <laughs> yeah, yep. that's true. It's an uncle or a brother. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I love your dad's name. Can you tell everybody how your dad goes by on oh. social media? Oh yeah. My dad's a uh, my dad's stage name is uh is papa mortis yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs> and yeah the Very reason cool. for that is because uh he used to manage the band because we were so young when we started we were uh i say we me and my cousin mario uh former drummer of x mortis uh he hmm. me and him started when we were like well we started jamming when we were like 10 i was 10 he was 11 he was playing guitar i was playing bass and um my dad was I couldn't even spell guitar. <laughs> Neither could I. <laughs> but I tried to play it. You know, my dad would show us here. You play this and you play that, and you know, it got me and him like hooked on like jamming together. You know, like in, as a unit with different instruments, different you know yeah. parts and stuff. And that really taught awesome. us to be like really creative at an early age. And um, yeah, I mean. Yeah, we were very fortunate that we were both into the same thing. I guess I, I think I was jealous at first, though, because uh, my dad tells me that uh, he would try to show me stuff on guitar, and I was like, whatever, like not as interested as my cousin uh, Mario. He he was like, oh, Dad, uh, sorry, Dad, uh, Theo, could you show me? Could you show me this and that? And he shows him, and then I got jealous and also like <laughs> bummed out because he's he's busy learning guitar. And I'm like just by myself, so I had no choice but to learn, you know. So, <laughs> right. And uh, yeah. yeah, so we just, you know, we, we we played a lot, and we started getting other friends from middle school to play with us, and then our high school friends as well. And uh, yeah, it's pretty much how Exmoor started. We we started with, you know, school school friends. 
Yeah. And, uh, awesome. and uh, we had so many lineup changes because, you know, we're ki- everyone, kids can't commit, you know. Right. <laughs> yep. Especially in a band, it's so rough. So we, we've gone through so many. But, um, yeah, and it's, it's, been, it's been a hell of a ride. <laughs> but definitely <laughs> music is like, you know, a very – in a, much like a family kind of thing and I, I like to treat it that way too even though my cousin's not in the band anymore uh, obviously I, I'm still in touch with them obviously good terms um, I like mm-hmm. to treat the newer members in a similar way too you know I've, I've known them forever too like uh, Chase for instance is uh, used to be in Desecrate and we used to play with them uh, back then oh, and okay. like you know like I, I was in high school so like 2005 2006 is probably the year I met Chase Sure. I think so. I saw him at a show and I was like, dude, I love the way he played. He played like the classic 80s style. And I was like, whoa, I, I haven't seen that. Like in our generation playing like, you know, like that. Everyone's playing at that time where everyone's playing metalcore, hardcore. Uh, and if it was heavy metal, it was like, was it even thrash at the time? I was like, like right when thrash was making a resurgence. And uh, yeah. so, you know what I mean? I, I didn't haven't I hadn't experienced that. It was just that or death metal or Deathcore, awesome. whatever. So I, I saw. I was like, yep. dude, you, I like that. Like you and I, we like the same shit, you know. And it was cool. We started jamming together, um, like on our own, not like in the same band at the time. But uh, yeah, so we learned. We traded licks. Uh, we've been, yeah, we we known each other for a long time. And Cody too. We I've known him the high school, so um, I would jam with him at the, at at school as well. You'd just fucking, you know, just jam. So, um, yeah, yeah, we you can tell too it. when you guys are playing up on stage that I think four times I've seen you now, like you guys are just your chemistry is awesome, you're just always right on and just tight as hell. It's thank oh, you, you guys thank are you. awesome, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's just yeah, even that uh, little spider court or that spider thing that you guys do with you, uh, switching oh. guitars and shit. I don't know how the oh. hell you do that or <laughs> even came up with that. <laughs> well, that that we can, uh, it was uh, our our. Uh, guitarist uh, Balmore, uh, his own band, Nova Rain, power metal band. Okay. Uh, so yeah, check them out too. They're they're awesome. They uh, Balmore and I were into at the time. We were watching uh, Steve Vai live in London DVD, and uh, we saw Steve Vai and Tony McAlpine fucking do that same kind of trick at that yeah, show. Yeah. <laughs> Except they do it way cooler than we did. We 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 just kind of make hold the stance. Those motherfuckers, they spin around in circles as they're fucking, <laughs> as they're j- shredding. And it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. So, so if anybody doesn't know what we're talking about, it's Conan and Chase trade guitars. They're still, you're still strapped into your own guitar, but you right. somehow switch guitars and then you're like bent over playing and there's like arms <laughs> and legs everywhere. That's yeah. Awesome. <laughs> and, and, Pretty and awesome. I think that reason, oh yeah, that's the reason why we didn't spin is because. At that time, we didn't have wireless systems, and we couldn't afford them. So we're like, yeah, let's just stay. So now we don't have a, an excuse anymore. So I don't know what we're waiting for. <laughs> we should start spinning around, I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I wanted to bring up um, another way, probably how I got to know you the best was I saw on Facebook before we were friends on Facebook. I think I just happened to see you on someone else's post, and you had said something about lessons. I thought what a great way to get back into guitar and meet someone mm-hmm. in the scene. So I thought, huh, I'll play some more. So I reached out and you got back right away. And I think we did four one hour sessions. And yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I've yeah, never been able to play that. I mean, that's those lessons I've never, I could play it now. Like I never could before. And it's stuck with me and I'm actually playing somewhat consistently now. And cool, so man. Yeah, man. Awesome that you do that. And thank you to, you for doing that to everybody you've had and that's I you're well, still doing that yes i'm still doing that and uh yeah cool just hit me up if you want guitar lessons i haven't been posting too much about it lately but uh yeah hit me up i like i love to teach i don't like i love to do it you know it's just mm-hmm. i i feel like i learn myself as i teach because everyone's different everyone has a different uh approach everyone has different interests and not just that but like you know different habits of learning and so it's really a great way to to break things down from you know for me to like you know think about things outside the box and whatnot so i love to teach you know it's 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 
it's part of my passion as being a musician and performing live. I love interacting with fellow uh, metalheads or just you know, fellow musicians, musicians mm-hmm. and music lovers, not just metalheads. Sure. I, I love, I love classical music more than metal. So that doesn't make me <laughs> much of a metalhead. Maybe I don't know, <laughs> but yeah, I'd but yeah, it, no in. problem. Man. It was my pleasure uh, showing you some, some tricks and I'm glad I helped. Yeah, for sure. And I actually had that sentence that I think every guitar playing metal dad or at least guitar playing dad hears. I had my son come up to me the other day. Dad, can you teach me how to play guitar? <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, nice. Yes. Yes. I yes. Can. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Awesome, man. So he's, Hell yeah. He's, yeah. He's musical. He's played in a school band, uh, Barry Sachs, and he can play the piano and stuff. And Oh, perfect. I've mentioned awesome. and kind of pushed guitar before, but he hasn't really taken, but I figured if he wants to, now it's up to him and he can come to me and he, he did. So pretty happy awesome. dad here. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Raise him Very right, cool. dude. That's right. Very cool. <laughs> I wish I would raise him right, but he's ambidextrous. So he's actually plays left. Really? Oh, shit, so, shit. That's going to be expensive. So. <laughs> That's going to be expensive, man. <laughs> how how, how much are the left guitars? They're like, sorry, what, what were you going to say? No, I was actually on a job site today right next to our local music store. And I walked over there and talked to the guy about it. I have a guitar here that I thought about just like, oh, maybe I could just switch the strings. Yes, but, yeah, um, you can. Ignorant. No, you can do that. Yeah, <laughs> so, dude, fucking Jimi Hendrix yeah. did that. Hell yeah. 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 It, it might it might be a little weird, but it's yeah. still works. Uh, and there's there's yeah. there are even the the other players that keep it. The keep they'll keep the right handed guitar with the same you know uh, setup of strings uh, string order. Mm-hmm. They'll just flip it and they learn like that. You Granted, learn backwards. That'll yeah. be. They some people do that, and it's wow. a lot of a lot of them like shred really hard. So impressive, it's weird, <laughs> but that's just yeah. how they picked it up because I guess that's how you know they're lefty and they didn't have you know any teachers or anything, or it didn't yeah. occur to them to switch the strings the other way, or not just that, maybe they just didn't care and they just did it like that because it felt good, it felt right, you know. Yeah, so it's interesting. Store, to see he, that. Or, yeah, so I was talking okay. to the guy at the store and he pulls a very affordable, very affordable Jackson off the rack and says, I'll be right back. And he goes and talks to the Lothier. He comes back and says, $50 extra. He could probably have it done by the end of the day. Like, holy shit. Nice. <laughs> so it would be buy the guitar, pay 50 bucks for him to switch the strings and uh, um, the nut and oh, yeah, you know, yeah. check the intonation and set it all up and stuff. So and I've got one to trade in. So not too bad. Nice. <laughs> Nice. Yep. Got to get him set up with that soon. Hell yeah. That's, and then maybe it, you can give him lessons too. Sure. Yeah. Hell yeah. That'd be cool. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. I can do that. Well, it'll, it'll look. Sorry. What were you going to say? No, I was going to say, well, as I, long as you're doing it, I probably could use some lessons too. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Lessons for all. <laughs> I should just do, I should do a cl- guitar clinic and stuff. And, Ooh, there you know, go. Yeah. All the people at once. <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh, cool man I, I had i had a uh a, a little story I, you so you were actually in town you're in minneapolis so i'm based in minneapolis you were in town with children of odom and and i missed the show this was like in november of like 2016 i think and yeah i uh i think that, yeah yeah my, my buddy my buddy was like he was like texting me all day I literally was, I mean, it takes a lot for me not to go to a metal show. Like I, you know, I go to a lot of shows, but I was like 103 fever, like ear infections in both ears. I, every time I stood uh, up, I'd be, I'd be all dizzy and shit. Right. And uh, yeah. I was like, dude, I'm sorry. I can't go. Like it was just, I was, it was brutal. So I missed that it sucks. back in 2016. So that's my, my little, my little personal story. But I will oh, see man. you again. Once you're on the road again, I will see you. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. It's it's gonna happen, man. You know, uh, we didn't die in that car accident, so we we stayed alive for a reason. <laughs> that's that's what I like to think, you know. And I'm I'm just nice. oh yeah, it's another thing too. I want to also say, uh, anyone listening that that did contribute to our uh, uh, to to uh, to the, our uh, what is what's it called? GoFundMe. Now we posted yeah, what we got in the, yeah got in the accident. Uh, November last year, we uh, yeah we're very 
very grateful for that because I mean, it's it's like a dream how that happened, you know, like the accident itself, and then how quickly everyone shared the post and contributed uh, to help us get back on our feet, not just to get home, but like just to actually continue with the tour. So, yeah, that that that's yeah. just so crazy, so surreal to us, and we're very grateful. So, thank you, wh- whoever is listening that did c- contribute in any way. We really appreciate you. So. Thank you very much. Yeah, that was awesome. And your first show after that was in Minneapolis. Yes, that was with, exactly. Uh, yeah, Death Angel, and it was, and <laughs> I was there, and it was a really awesome speech that Mark Azagata gave, just right, thanking the metal community and saying how cool we all are for getting you guys up and running so quickly. I mean, that was a matter of a like, day and a half or two days. Yeah, man, it's so fun, unbelievable. Like, I'm just so still to this day thinking about it. I'm like, wow, man. I'm making me cry right now, man. <laughs> I shed a tear. It's crazy. But yeah, man, I, that tour was awesome. We couldn't miss it, you know, and I'm just grateful that it was possible to actually continue. And then especially to see you. We don't want to miss your show. We don't want to miss seeing you with the shirt you gave me. <laughs> Remember the shirt you gave <laughs> Of course I do. I was going to ask if you the whereabouts of that. Yeah, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What shirt? What's going on? Yeah, tell. Okay, so the story the story goes before uh, I don't know, it was a week or two, maybe more before the show we were just talking about after their accident, and I messaged Conan and said, "Hey, if I wear an X Mortis shirt to your show, will you wear a Jim Osborne shirt?" <laughs> you know, just, just kind of joking around, <laughs> and he said, "Yeah, man." Like joking back, like, "All right, what size are you?" Oh, he tells me, so I'm like, "All right, well, I got to do it now." So. I had a friend of mine <laughs> that I grew up with who has Harbor Hill graphics and out of Mankato. So shout out to Justin Aylers for helping out with that. But he made a shirt and it's my face and it says Osmortis. <laughs> <laughs> and then instead of their album and song Slave to the Sword, it says Slave to the S word. <laughs> oh, <that's> <laughs> Which <awesome>. is perfect. <laughs> yeah. So we were having supper before the show and I took it out of the bag. I said, or I think I said, look, you see what shirt I'm wearing, right? And he just kind of grinned. Well, here's yours. <laughs> and I didn't think he'd do it, but he I came did. out on stage and oh there's God. me on him. To make things even better, I was there with my friend, John, and he was standing behind me when we were at the show or when you guys are playing. So it's, he's got a picture of the back of my head, real head, and then my face on your shirt. Yeah, <laughs> so two for one. I'll have to, I'll, Dude, yep, I'll have to put the those pictures got, up on our. Oh yeah, post, so. please. Yeah, yeah. Po- post it on on the Facebook page for sure. And then and oh yeah, Conan, I got to say, what a sport! That is awesome. You are class, <laughs> class act all the way. <laughs> oh man, I just I it was so like I just couldn't believe you actually did. I was like, oh my god, he did! Hell yes, <laughs> yes. That was yeah. that was great. And I love Chase it. saw it. And he's like, oh yeah, Chase saw it. He's like, oh, do you got three more <laughs> <laughs> for the rest of the band? So we yeah. just wear it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> if, yep. you, if you did, that would be that would have been even cooler. But no, no. It was great. No, yeah, it was fun. Great. <laughs> yeah. You should change the name of the band now, I guess. Uh, it's, it, it has to be done. That's like, how could you not? <laughs> so and then after the show, you had signed a, a, the record for me, you guys, you four. And then I asked if you wanted me to sign your shirt. You said, yeah. Yep. So oh, that's right. signature yeah, yeah. was on my face, too. That is yep, so yep. funny, dude. That is right. <laughs> I love it. So, where is it now? <laughs> oh, it's, it's it's in my closet right here. Yeah, <laughs> I wear it from time to time. <laughs> Next, I have too many shirts, awesome. so I I go through you know cycles. Gotta get rid of shit. <laughs> get rid of that though. <laughs> Never. <laughs> That's awesome. Thanks. <laughs> no problem, man. So you said you listen to, or you're probably a bigger fan of classical music than metal, and I think that definitely shows in your yeah. music. <laughs> <laughs> Does it really? Like, uh, I'm just kidding. I had <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. I, I, um, I don't know. I guess my my first musical impression was classical music. My first uh, experience would be uh, Fantasia, fucking cartoon. Okay. The yeah. fucking yeah. when did it come out? Apparently, like 1940, I think was. 
it's funny, interesting too. It's like one of early, an early Disney uh, production too. So it's rather ambitious too. Cause thinking about it, like it's classical music, boring classical music, but you know, with moving pictures and, you know, it's just, to me, it was, it's just, I love it to this day. It's so artistic. And I still, I still think it stands the test of time, how creative that project was. And, um, when I saw this, obviously I didn't think of it this way because when I first saw it, I was like one or two, I don't know. But I remember seeing this shit because it, it was crazy. It was just so awesome. The sound, I never, you know, heard that like that. You know, I don't know. It just, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm, I guess at the very start, I was into that big sound, I guess, big texture, big, you know, orchestra, orchestra and all the colors that came out of that. And, um, yeah, and I, I think it was about time to cover that, uh, cover Nine on Bald Mountain pieces on that, yeah. in, the, in that uh, That's cartoon awesome. or whatever. I don't want to call it a cartoon. It's not a, exactly a cartoon. <laughs> I don't know why I say that. It's, but yeah, it's a musical. In that, in that, it's an animated that, music, Yeah, I guess. Right? Yeah, yeah, whatever it is. Fine yeah, piece of well, art that it, it is. <laughs> so, yeah, we covered that on, on our uh, last EP, Legions of the Undead. And uh, I thought it came out pretty cool because it's just it's naturally heavy. You know, it's just, it would translate so well to heavy metal. And I think that's why I liked heavy metal, not just because my dad was into it. You know, of course, that's obviously the big factor. But but also just um, classical music just goes so well with with heavy metal, it seems. A lot, obviously, there's a lot of uh, those uh, classical advocates like Ingvi Malmsteen, yep. Becker, you know, all of them mm-hmm. they fucking shred so hard in that style and uh even uh randy rhodes of course because that, that was my my randy rhodes was the first guitarist to show me in a way not personally of course that's <laughs> the way the way he said it sounds <laughs> he showed me himself <laughs> he showed like you know in, in blizzard of oz was my introduction to how to do it on guitar not just like the you yes. know the classical traditional uh, acoustic way but like on an electric guitar and I had never heard of that you know I was like well you could do that on there cool mm-hmm. so yeah it to me it's like a perfect marriage or it, it's like it seems that classical music at the time at least maybe Beethoven was probably the first metalhead so it's like how <laughs> yeah, yeah. like it, it translates well to modern guitar or modern instruments rather so yeah I, I just always loved classical music I have too many too many favorites. If, if you're, if I have trouble naming favorite, you know, metal bands, albums that inspire me. Oh man, it's, an, it's another world with with classical music. So, yeah, I collect vinyl. Yeah. I collect classical. I can't afford a metal vinyl, so I collect classical vinyl because they go for like <laughs> a few bucks in here and there yeah. at, at stores, and I'm right. grateful yeah, for that because. Then you just cover it yourselves and make it metal. Exactly, it's not yes. a metal album. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, it's it's kind of funny that you actually brought up Fantasia because I listened to um, uh, basically a, an, an audio video uh, technology podcast uh, on the weekends, and they actually brought up Fantasia just a couple episodes ago. They're talking no about way. How, cool. yeah, how it was actually recorded, and it was like kind of the first to use multiple audio channels back in the day with on the soundtrack. Um, nice. using using like stereophonic sound it was like groundbreaking at the time right no so way yes interesting that you said that yeah it's crazy that's cool i need to see that that's yeah man yeah, i yeah. want to see behind the scenes kind of stuff yeah, yeah that'd be awesome right i know uh right yeah i, I, I also want to ask a question too because once so i was i was again i i heard of ex mortis i wasn't really too familiar until jim said Dude, you guys got you got to check these guys out, man. And so, uh, <laughs> so, so you know, I I I have your albums in my library, super cool. And I love it when I just when I look at Ex Mortis in my library and I see all the albums, the artwork is just awesome. Yeah, Thank and you. I want to, yeah. And so I was like, how does that happen? Like, what do you have a particular artist you work with? Do you guys do it? Do you? How, Explain that process well, a little bit, because I, I think it's great. I draw it myself. No, I'm scared. That'd what? be so cool. Oh, I was like, no <laughs> way. Get, the, get the fuck out of here. No, 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 no. I I, I said that because I said thank you, and I thought it'd be funny to just say it. <laughs> I, I did. No, um, no. Uh, the well, the last three albums, um, well, not not counting Legions, 
the, the three albums with prosthetic records, uh, we did it with the same artist. It was uh, mm -hmm. Phil Levere or Lavere. I don't know how to say his last name exactly, but he did like he did a, a couple creator albums. I'm not sure okay. if he did more. I forget. Okay. He, he did the Pleasure to Kill for sure. Um, and uh, yeah, so way back. Yeah, and I mean, uh, at that time he was doing more of a fantasy, like Frank Frazetta style approach, and uh, that was perfect for what we were gonna do with Slave to the Sword. So um, yeah, he. he he, we got in touch with him through Prosthetic Records, and uh, actually before that, actually I think it was yeah, it was before Prosthetic. That was with our manager, actually. But um, yeah, that that was uh, that was really cool. What because because we love Conan the Barbarian, the movie, Arnold, and we love um, yeah artwork and stuff, and uh, it just it worked well, and uh, we continued that theme uh, for the next two albums, for Right Forth and Sound of Steel, because it was still Phil LeVere. We thought it would be cool just to have him do artwork for the, well, for the three album cycle Very we cool. had with uh, Prosthetic Records. And uh, yeah, I thought that was cool. Awesome. I thought it fit, yeah, fit the music awesome. well. It, and yeah, It ties in. Yeah, it ties in great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and I think, that, you know, it's interesting because, you know, being such a fan, um, you know, I think that now that everything is digital, we kind of, we fall away from having that physical, um, you know, the packaging, the actual album art, like all of that stuff that, you know, like, you know, you mentioned, you know, some of the albums that had in influences on you. Well, it, it's kind of like back when I was 13, 14 years old, you had the album of, you know, Live After Death. And you're like, dude, you like, you exam examine every inch of that thing, right? Like you're just right, yeah. you're so soaking it up. You, you, and then, you know, you'd get new CDs, you know, once I graduated to CDs from cassettes, it's like, you couldn't wait to like, take out the the inlay and like, open it up. And, and I remember right, I yeah. would, I would, I would buy like German imports of stuff, because they, they just, they looked so awesome. So, you know, I think some of it is, is it, it saddens me a little bit, because we don't have that physical piece. But at least you can have some really brilliant artwork, you know, that still represent uh, digitally. So, yeah, I know, but I know what you mean because it's like it, it, seeing the album in your hand. It's like, it, especially when it fits the music so well, um, it's like it's something physical, something you could actually touch. Is there's there's an actual process? Like, if you have to open up your record player, put the record in put the needle on top you yeah. know it, it takes effort to listen to it i mean it's not that much effort but it's more effort yeah. than clicking a button on your computer or your phone sure so ha having that sort of ritual it makes it to me very more special and more connected with the music and uh i mean i, I don't know I'm not, I'm not like a vinyl snob saying like oh vinyl sounds better because honestly i don't know it probably doesn't it probably doesn't sound bad. i don't know it, you know <laughs> it, it's it's just like I said, it's more to me. It's more of a ritual. That's why I love my classical records that I have because I do that, and it's like a ritual. Uh, you know, like it's you know my religion. It's my fucking. That's what I do. I love that. And yeah. Uh, and anyone that could relate to that, I would assume they agree because it's part of that process, and you're connected with the artwork. You're connected with whatever that music has to offer, and it's just. Yeah, you kind of lose that nowadays. But but it's funny you mention that because even then, record sales are are good, especially vinyl sales in the metal community. It's like it mm -hmm. still exists, uh, you know, very yeah. much in the metal community, and I, I I appreciate that because I I like that myself. So I'm glad I could share that with others. You know, so yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah, very cool. I have a question about. Uh, so we've hung out before, like not when you're playing and. Right, like before your shows and stuff, and you know, it's like you are now. You're just a normal dude, just hanging out, talking, oh, yeah. and giving shit to your bandmates and stuff. And <laughs> then, <laughs> then you get up on stage, and you're a totally different person. Is there like a switch that just goes off? Do you do it on purpose, or like what's? How does that happen? I mean, you're just um, well. <laughs> I don't know. It's interesting you mentioned that. I mean. Yeah, it is like acting. Yes, definitely is like acting when you're on stage and performing music because off stage I'm not exactly – I may have a guitar in my hand at the moment and play and stuff, but when I'm performing the music, well, especially the music that I write, or even anyone, if I'm like if I'm covering a song, you know, 
I'm playing mm-hmm. a part. It's like I'm like I'm in theater or something, and I'm I'm like you know I'm I'm assuming that role. So I I do change, but um, maybe I've just done it so much that I, it, that switch is seamless. But I don't really think about it anymore. You know, I, I do get a little nervous yeah. before I go on stage. To this day, I just I don't know. I've 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 always been an introvert. I've always been shy uh, in front of people, uh, which may sound strange. Right, because you know, <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty cool. Everyone, I don't really care if you know, uh, like in a big crowd anymore. Like to, back then, I used to, but I, I guess my dad helped me out with that. He pushed me to play more and you know, express myself and just, just to get out there, which is great because I appreciate I appreciate him very much for that because I don't see how I could be so timid nowadays. I I wouldn't live life as full as like you know as I am right now. You know, well maybe not this year, yeah. but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. Uh, it's like a little switch, maybe. I don't know. I, I, I guess, like I said, I've done it so many times that it's very natural and fluid. But um, at first, it was kind of mm-hmm. hard, I think, because, like I said, I was really shy, you know, and I would just kind of stand there on stage and be just really rigid and, you know, just play and not really feel the music, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so eventually, I started like to feel it more and get comfortable with people and sharing with people. I guess I was just, I don't know, like I said, mm-hmm. too shy. But yeah, I, I grew to love that and to feed off, to learn to feed off the crowd and to interact with the crowd. So now I, I can't see it any other way. I have to do it that way. And it's just so fluid to me, I think. But yeah, like I said, it's like I'm assuming a role but because of the music, how the riff, how the riffs are that I'm playing, you know, that I have to, you know, groove with it a certain way, interact with people right. a certain mm-hmm. way because of that. So yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but yeah, it's just it's so weird because it's part of me now that it's hard to like examine that, especially yeah. since it's been such a long time where where I, where it used to be a struggle for me, you know. So yeah, it's yeah. it's interesting. Interesting that you bring that up. Yeah, I haven't thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sure. So Conan, let's. I'm I'm always interested too as kind of like the process of you know as as a professional musician and as someone who who writes music and is creative it, do you have kind of a standard process that you go through do you do you have a bunch of riffs and you kind of like look at different arrangements do you kind of first write down you know do you sit down with a pad and a paper do you just sit down at, in pro tools and start putting like what is your process or is there a process does it kind of happen differently uh yeah i guess there's a process uh, i wish i had tools i don't have pro tools i have guitar pro <laughs> so I, I do okay. it the, the the long strenuous way of just tabbing it out and then organizing it that way because the playback sure. is a robot little MIDI thing you know. <laughs> but yeah. uh, but late, well now I'm actually getting into getting my own software to record myself because it's just going to be so much easier and faster and uh, yeah it's way more cooler I think. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah I, I I've always used Guitar Pro and and it's interesting that you mentioned that because Guitar Pro taught me rhythm so i uh i got i had used guitar pro when i was in high school to to learn music of course but then i started to write Mm -hmm. on it and uh taught me how to like read rhythm and and it made me think of rhythm in a new way so it helped me write better helped me like you know approach things differently and and whatever so it's yeah it's kind of interesting that you mentioned that because i I do use the tools uh to teach me in a way how to like approach music and whatnot but um it did affect my process. I would say that it helped me organize my thoughts better. I guess it's similar to like, I guess writers or, uh, you know what I mean? Like how they teach you in school. Like this is, you know, how you write, you know, your, your essay, you know, there's a process because it reads better, you know, and you want to reach people, you want to hook people in and, you know, make them care about your point. So to me, that was similar with, uh, learning, I guess, guitar pro or any other program and learning music, studying music. I also, uh, books and like music theory and whatnot and now i uh, actually I haven't done it in a while but uh i was on a really big binge on just analyzing uh classical scores to see how uh for example beethoven we covered beethoven three times on each album and of course night about of the undead so it helped me like structure things out because i tabbed it out but but as i'm like tabbing things out and like transcribing I see the structure of of how the composer chose certain chord progressions, certain melodies to fit into the next 
certain ideas to you know just kind of roll out of each other and and not just be okay this riff and that riff you know doesn't matter if they're related or not they're just there you know which works at times but it taught me to kind of be more fluid about things so i tried to do that with my own music so so yeah that that, that that's how how i do things kind of mostly approach it in a classical way not all the time of course because that would probably be too much for you know general audiences that are not accustomed to classical music the same way i am you know so um yeah, yeah i have a I process gonna ask in- you, i was gonna ask you kind of related to that if you go back to a night on bald mountain right how many guitarists would have to be on stage to play that live to actually do it as it's recorded uh six <laughs> <laughs> six for sure <laughs> That's such a great song. <laughs> nice yeah. work. Um, thank you very much for that. Uh, so to pull it off live, which we haven't done because of, you know, try, I'm, I'm trying to rewrite it to be as, you know, as audible as it is on record and in a live setting just between me and Chase. So from six guitars to, to two, three to one, you know, like ratio kind of thing. It's, it's kind of tough, but yeah. I mean, a, a lot of the parts are more for atmosphere and, and whatever so it, it, it's possible it just won't be as full because we even do that with our originals you know on, on recording like uh, what was it uh, well most of the songs you hear like when there's two leads going on at the same time on the album there's uh, there's like two rhythm tracks behind it so right. you don't hear that live but for the most part the bass is already doing it so it kind of is already assumed and already felt in the same man mm-hmm. in the same manner so um the trouble is when is when when there's like totally different going on, kind of like a night in a bald mountain. So that might you stuff, but I mean, as long as we do the main melodies, I'm sure it's gonna be just fine. But yeah, it's it's, it's kind of a struggle trying to transcribe for the live to to re-transcribe for live settings. But, um, that's yeah. that's crazy. That just blows my mind. <laughs> awesome. Very cool. Too Very many cool. notes. Too many notes. Too many notes. <laughs> <laughs> Quoting Amadeus. <laughs> that's right another very uh mo- a movie that that uh had an impact on me back when i was when i was really young <laughs> great movie <laughs> so chris uh since you are more familiar with the cities and it's fairly well known that ex mortis loves cheeseburgers you gotta get a juicy lucy yeah juicy yeah. lucy Sounds right, you good. Cheese Lucy. A, a cheeseburger stuffed with cheese on the inside. I mean, I mean, where do we get the best juicy wow. Lucy in Minneapolis? I've there's, seen I've seen like some a video of that. So money. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. So the, it, it's really kind of a debate. Either Matt's, so there I think I think it's called Matt's. Yeah. Matt's bar or the five eight club. Oh I know. Well, yeah. hey, there's a both debate. Have, uh I'll I'll solve that for you. I'll just go to both. Yeah, say both of them. Both of them are good, but it is it is a debate on who has the best juicy Lucy. So I'm one of those freaks. I actually like get this. I like a peanut butter bacon Lucy. Ooh. The middle of the burger is shoved with peanut butter and bacon, dude. It blows your mind. Oh, it is so awesome. Oh, I like that. That's pretty <laughs> yeah. cool. I, I dig that. Good. I like that. I like you know the creative, uh, creative gourmet burgers that you know some companies do like. Back where we live in Alhambra, which like not too far from where we live in LA, you know. But I don't know why I mentioned Alhambra. I just by but naturally I say that because <laughs> referring to which is like heavy metal yeah. themed gourmet <laughs> oh, yeah. burger joint, and uh, they've actually showcased uh, their uh, a Nick Mortis burger once, and uh, yeah, it was yeah, it was it was really cool. Awesome. Yeah, it's very cool. It, it was it was when we released our Sound of Steel album two years ago, so. Yeah, it was for, very, part of the you know yeah, promotion for very that. Very cool. That's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah, awesome. Yeah. So we got to do the same for the next album because they did they treat us well, and I I'm always going there, dude. I, I, you know I I've been going there a lot this year, and I haven't been posting the pictures. I guess I forget to. <laughs> I'm just too busy <laughs> eating. But yeah, I like to take pictures. I'm a I'm a food. What do you, what do you call them? A a foodie. Someone yeah. just takes pictures of their food of their food. You know. One of those motherfuckers, but whatever. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just. It's it's art. It, 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 these ridiculously it can be crafted burgers be. are so For good. Sure, yeah. Yep. So I, I yeah. definitely need to try Juicy Lucy. It, it sounds yeah. amazing. That's awesome. Especially so with a peanut butter. Mortis burger. Heck yeah. So, yeah. 
You know, I forget. So, I forget what was there's an Exmorgus. Uh, Sorry, what were you saying? Sorry. And which one? Oh. No, I was going to say it's since there's an Exmortis burger, is there an Exmortis beer in the works? Ooh, or is there oh, ooh, never done that. But that would be awesome. I don't know. Um, I'm well, trying to think of a, ideas. A, clever names. There's a lot of micro. There's a lot of micro brews here in the Midwest. Dude, I'm telling you, bro, we could get someone on board. That would be amazing. I would love that, man. Hell yeah. Now, I'll help yeah. you with the names. No, oh, I bet you will. You're pretty. <laughs> you're pretty. Dude, you're pretty clever. One of the funniest, <laughs> yeah, one of the funniest wittiest dudes I know. I know right? <laughs> yeah, man. I'm actually not funny at all. I just act like I am. Yeah. You just. Yeah. You say so happens to be funny. Yeah. <laughs> you don't. You don't I intend for it. To be funny because I'm not. Because I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah, that oh, would be really Mortis cool. Beer would be awesome. Yeah, I would love that. Yeah. Brew Mortis, beer me. Yes, Ooh, I like it. Slave to the like brew. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. And as we uh, as we start to uh, to wrap up here, Conan, I want to make sure that you're able to share with our listeners where they can get more Ex Mortis goodness. Where do they go, and uh, where's the best place to get info? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you could just hit us up on, well, not hit us up directly, but you could go to exmortismusic.com and there you'll have all the social media links. Uh, granted, right now we're on, like, we're just taking a break because we're, you know, trying to find some peace of mind at the moment. <laughs> yep, but yep. yes, that, that's, yep. where you, that's where you can get, you know, all the stuff, you know, inf- information, even contacting our manager and whatever. All that stuff is on there. And um, uh, we're going to start, you know, the, you know Get get on get on top of things again. So we're gonna create more merch, and uh, you know, do some some special stuff on online to to make up for not playing live anymore. So we're we're not gonna stream yet, awesome. but we're gonna do some more shit. We're gonna do some live. Cool. Not, sorry, not live, but recorded stuff, playthroughs, That's awesome. whatnot. That's awesome. Yeah, very cool. We'll, so we'll look for- do some more. A2. Do some more Beetlejuice type stuff. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah we'll jam awesome. whatever. Yeah. We'll take requests. Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> very cool. Like he did Beetlejuice, maybe some like Ninja Turtles or Ooh, something. Oh yes, oh, Ninja. Yeah, awesome. being master shredders and all. That's awesome. Exactly. <laughs> um, actually, I just read. Uh, and of course, I don't have all the info at the tip of my tongue, but I read that there now there's now uh, a woman turtle. Oh yeah, there's, 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 oh, yeah. there's four guys. There's four guys, and there's one woman. Her name is. I forgot her name. Uh, she she's, she's been around for a while. I just read it. A lot. A light blue uh, eye bandana thing. I cover yeah. her. She's she's been around for a while, but okay. I think Has she, it was okay. a different. Yeah, but she, she. I guess it was not really that big time. It was it was like late nineties, I think, early when they came okay. out and like on a show. Oh. I oh, forget which so one it was. It, so they must have they must have rebooted it then because I just read yeah where they were bringing it. Yeah, got it. Okay, cool, man. That's yeah, awesome. man. Well, I, I want to yeah. thank you, Conan. We're, we're, we're coming up on going to wrap up this episode of the Draft Report. I want to thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate yeah. it. Um, yeah, thank you so no much. No problem. The pleasure's mine. And, uh, and I want to thank all the listeners out there. And uh, thank you for your support. And you can always reach out to us at thethrashreport at gmail.com. Make sure you visit our Facebook page. And also hit us up on social at Thrash Report. And we'll have all these links in the show notes and we'll have all of Ex Mortis. Um, we'll have links to their uh, contact and social information on, in the show notes as well. So with that, that's that's a wrap on episode number eight of the Thrash Report. Thank you so much. I'm sorry. Episode number nine. We're at number nine, Jim. Number nine. Yeah. <laughs> number nine. nine. Thrash Report. Nine. Thank you. Everybody. Nine. 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 <laughs> <laughs> See you I'm right here. <laughs> Sorry. I think. Uh, Thanks for coming to the party. Yeah. <laughs> when I do, when I try to do Arnold's voice, I, everyone says I sound like Yoda, and I and I realize that I do sound like. Yoda. <laughs> yeah. That could be mm. a crossover. Mm. Yeah, I guess I do. <laughs> Tumor, it is not. <laughs> yes. Dude, I'm, I'm crying. I'm crying. I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> trademark yes trademark it's yours it's yours you, you <laughs> took <right>. that <laughs> oh, great so uh in all seriousness hey 
thanks again, Conan. I really appreciate it. Jim, anything else? No you problem, man. Yeah. Before, before we wrap it up? Uh, I'd just like to thank Conan for coming on too. And yeah. I'm sure we'll chat soon and hope to see you soon as well. And Yeah, man. Hope you, hope you all are good and taken care. And I Likewise. think uh, we'll play some of your music on the way out of here since we talked about Bald Mountain so much. Maybe we'll give that Ooh, a nice. play. Oh, yes. Thank awesome. you. Thank you. All thank right. You. So, yeah. Yep. What's it? What were you going to say? Sorry. Sorry well, Chris? I was going to say just, you know, stay safe and keep trashing. We'll definitely, uh, we'll touch base, you know, again, once, 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 we're, yes, once we can get it, you know, in person. Right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We, yeah. We're, we're game. We could get all of us, you know, hanging out and whatever. And yeah, it'd be great. It'd be great. So yeah, man, I hope you guys stay safe too. I mean, crazy times, but thank you, man. Glad you guys yeah. still stay safe, stay healthy. <laughs> Can't wait. Yeah. You guys again in person. Well, Jim in person yeah. <laughs> again. Yeah. You too, Chris, awesome. for once. Yeah, meet Chris. <laughs> That's right. Have a good night. We'll, talk we'll make it soon. happen. Yep. All right, man. All Take right. it Thank you, guys. you guys. Appreciate it.